Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome. Welcome to the Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to another extinguishable dish blah, 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 of, uh, yeah, that thing. Ghost Chronicles. Did you say extinguishable. Extinguishable, that's right. <laughs> the storm's coming through, they may extinguish me. Anyways, I am Ron Kolick, your host, and that was the I... voice of the ghost standing and ghost hunting, Mr. Steve Parsons. Well, hello. Yeah. So, jumped all over my opening, did you? Huh? Yeah, well, you normally <laughs> do it to mine. Hey, can you say quintessential? No. <laughs> just checking. What's your, you know, what's your you problem? Might, no, I just thought you might have been practicing. Why? I don't know. Anyway, joining us now is our favorite West Coast witch. The only one I know, but that's besides the point. Uh-huh. Wow, Brooks. <laughs> Am I quintessential? <laughs> Star of the Stirring the Cauldron. On Pararex on Thursday nights. So tune in. Yeah. Check We've out got two staring stars for you tonight, ladies and gentlemen. The st- star of Stirring the Cauldron, West Coast Witch, and Staring Shit, New England's very own Van Helsing. That's right. Oh, well, yep. there might be a third one in there, Steve. And the star, the star of West Files, uh, Mr. Steve Parson. Indeed. We've got, uh, we've got, uh, we've got that all. <laughs> Uh, that other superstar joining us in a couple of weeks, and he's coming back onto this show in a few weeks' time as well, uh, Mr. Richard Felix. Really? Mm. Nice. Boy, really wants to come to America. He's, de- he's desperate. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, believe me, he's desperate. Well, do you <laughs> want to hear sell, something? He can sell his first oh, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Marla's got something. I do, and it'll make him feel better. I got an email from a listener on my show who suggested strongly that I've neglected having Richard Felix on my show. And oh, she, he'll, he'll do it. I'll tell you now, he'll do it. He's desperate. I, well, yeah, and, and so this is a stranger who was, you know, pounding it into me that I'd better get Richard Felix on my show. Yeah. Drop what was email. the name of this stranger, just for giggles? Um. I, I, first, fine. first name's fine. No, I'm trying to figure it out because of, she she a just Ms. R. Felix. No, <laughs> no, no. It was someone here in the states. I remember that, and yeah, um, I will. I will look. <laughs> I will go back to my email and check. But I was very, very he'll, surprised. He'll do it. I tell you now, he'll do it. He's definitely. He'll even stay up till two in the morning to do oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Desperate. Yeah, oh, he'll, okay. he'll climb through hoops of fire. And she also gave me instructions <laughs> on what she would like to hear him talk about. So, oh, oh, what, what does she I want him to talk about? I don't know. I'm going to have to go and open the email. Oh, for God's sake, you bring something up. And okay, you know, I'm, I'm going there now. You just got guys keep busy and I'll just I'll well, do that right now. You, well, I mean, Mar is a stand in. You know, I've been on the show. I can do it. And you're doing it next week. Oh, God, yeah. I, so I am. Yes, you am. Yes, I am. That means I've got to stay up till two in the morning as well. <laughs> yes, yes, and I'm so flattered. It. You know, you need to work on the art of pre-recording. 
Um, no. I try that sometimes, but it's not up. Let me put it this way. It's not up to me. How's that? That's a good thing. We did our, because uh, as you know, on the subject of pre-recording, before we get into the meat, the meat and potatoes for tonight. Are we um, going to get? Or is it... <laughs> we never do, do we? Um, you know, I have two shows here in the UK. I have um, a music show called Back to Back because you've got the love show now. Um, yep. Action <clears throat> Connection, straighten it out, my the friend. Love show. Yeah. Yeah. I noticed Jan's on board with that. Good plan. Yeah. 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 She'll Somebody's straighten gonna, up a few. She'll straighten up a few things. Somebody's going to train us in. Yeah. Pull That's us in. True. Yeah. But as you know, I've got a music show, and um, yes. Well, my co-host, also called Ron, um, Ronnie, as in the female. Um, Ronnie. <coughs> Ronnie. She. Uh, she's. She's off sick at the moment, not with COVID, um, but she's off sick. So uh, this week, yeah. I've done my first pre-record. I did the whole show from home. Wow. I was, it's like, yeah, that's because we can connect into the. What a uh, good boy you are, Steve. No, but I'll tell you what, though, this technology is cool because you can actually run the whole studio from your home computer. Mm -hmm. Who knew? Uh, most people one or right? two people yeah well i did welcome well i've just arrived in the 21st century hey mm. that's because of the time slips that you that's right he is in wales you know so that's like yeah, yeah. they still learn to speak english we, we, we can't use it on the west files unfortunately um because we painted ourselves into a corner three years ago uh we we made an absolute commitment uh that we would never pre-record the show there you go you know, we've kind of shot ourselves in the foot. I never pre-record either. And I don't like to. I mean, mm. sometimes you have to, but, but you know, with, with the chat room and people being able to ask questions and, and everything, it, it, I don't know, a live show is better, even if we I mess know. up. It, no, it is, it is much better, but, you know, it's yeah. not at 2, you know, 2 a.m. in the morning, I'd trade it. Uh, so uh eight minutes in the show we still haven't talked about the topic <coughs> but that's all right we go on then fine. go on then no no well we haven't spoken to each other for um a while i talked to you last week no i mean with the listeners this oh. cozy little group this group oh. seance uh, well it's a seance isn't it yeah the margin we all gather around uh around a table on the, and on the trois menagerie because as you know, <laughs> Zoom and uh, Skype have been are actually now the new form of seance. Yes, we know that. Yep. Mm. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Is there anybody there? Oh God. <clears throat> that's most, wait a minute. That's most podcasts. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Do we have any listeners? Is I hate. Listeners? You know, I hate Zoom. Yeah. Okay. Can we go on? <laughs> Sorry. Go on. Yep. This is getting to be a pissing hour. Anyway, <laughs> grinds my uh, gears. Uh, here we go. So, anyways, uh, what's I, the subject for tonight, Ron? Paranormal news. Cool. I've got one. Right. What's happening? All but right. A, all right. Go ahead. Okay. Just go to Steve. <laughs> you, you love talking. Just continue. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll talk some more <laughs> weird later during the show. Don't worry about it. Well, you said news, so yeah, there you go. Are there you are. are you tormented by a spirit or negative energy atta attached to an item? Have you wondered how best to dispose of the object? Should you burn it, bury it, or just bin it? 
Cursed or haunted items can take many forms, from the common haunted doll through to cursed paintings, antiques, family heirlooms, or pretty much anything else. It may be that you've inherited one of these objects unintentionally, and now you've noticed a negative vibe or paranormal activity associated with the object. If you feel an item is having a negative impact on your life, home, or family, this sounds like an advert on Togginet, doesn't it? it then, does. the key, then the key thing to do is remove it from your life as quickly as possible. This might mean just placing sounds the object like in a shed, garage, or sealed room until you have time to deal with it properly. Just moving the item to a location where it doesn't have access to you or your family might help quieten down the item. Even a sealed or locked box can help reduce the item's negativity and power. You might be thinking that a simple box can't hold a ghost that can walk through walls. But this is more about the intent and the act of sealing and locking an item away. I shall continue. I just send it to Steve I think there's enough. <laughs> yeah, or you can just send it to yes. one. However, yeah. if you don't mind destroying the object then the best way to deal with it is to simply burn it. Obviously, this method only works for objects that are flammable. <laughs> <laughs> and you should avoid burning plastics and other materials that release potentially noxious, toxic fumes when burned. I like the show. Yeah. <clears throat> then, the, then there's um, we could do about purification rituals. or Traditionally, the best way to dispose of an object or cursed item is often to simply abandon it or bury it at a cross <laughs> or bury it or give it to ron or bury it at a crossroads this is also a good place to bury the ashes if you've decided to burn the item crossroads are sites where paths cross i think we know what part crossroads, uh, crossroads are oh my god oh my god <clears throat> if you can't bury the ashes yeah, if you can't, this is this is a news item, by the way. If you can't bury the item at a crossroads, then bury it away from your house, ideally in a remote location where it will yeah, not affect right? other people. Yeah. Yeah. Dig a hole as deep as you can. Place the object or its ashes in the hole. Pour salt over it, and then bury it. And the third option is Ooh. to simply is to toss the item into a living body of water like a river or ocean you're all right there ron i'd straight down the drive and across the, and just pitch it across the road That's a fast right. flowing source of water or salt water is your best option we caref we recommend careful consideration before you dispose of any items um in the first instance you should contact any ghost project any <laughs> letter e will happily take it off your hands. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, if the item is discoverable, yeah, then it might fall uh, into someone else's hands. In this case, you haven't resolved the problem; you've merely transferred it. Well, hey. duh. eBay. eBay is good choice. We we'll get rid of some of those. Yeah, they have ghost yeah. farts on or, eBay. Or uh, or thrift stores. What? Ghost farts. Or thrift stores. Farts. There's mm -hmm. one that's missing there, Ron. What? You can just hand it into your local thrift store. Yeah, I've done. Uh, I'm not kidding. Most of ours. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> no, we're not kidding, are we? Because no, we, you were there when it happened. 
Steve found some rare ghostly fires in uh, the Salvation Army. <laughs> Genuinely haunted object. God save us. <laughs> As attested and proved by the Salvation Army. That's right. Well, they who better? They can't lie because they are, yeah. you know, God religious. Well, God would be very cross. <laughs> Interesting. So there you go. So, um, because haunted objects uh, there, you know, we've got so many museums now in the UK popping up. Um, oh, they're, they're popping up like weeds on a driveway. And um, uh, this this article, which um, is appeared in one of the news, uh, news feeds this week, um, actually, I think it's actually by way of an advert for one or two of these museums, if I'm honest, because the more you scroll down, the more it mentions these museums. And I'm, like, <laughs> and I'm not gonna. Um, but it is kind of, you know, it's pertinent because haunted objects and haunted museums are really, um, you know, on the up, both both sides yeah. of the of, of the uh, pond. Hey, you know what? We've got a we've got a witch with us. Let's ask her how to get rid of haunt, cursed or haunted items. How do we do that, Mala? I sent him to Tim Shaw. <laughs> <laughs> see, she's got her own uh, disposal I've unit. I've got my own oh, outlet. See? Yeah. You see? Yeah. You see now. You, now you've upset Ron. He wanted to be <laughs> a disposal. No, no. She, she and Tim were buds way before she met me. Yeah. Well, that's not necessarily a good thing. But no, I think Ron probably I've known you longer. Really? I, I think. Yeah. You busted then. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, do you have, uh, on the subject of haunted ob- objects and newsworthy ones, one of the most, uh, back in the 60s, 70s and 80s, we had a, um, in all of our news media, it was absolutely filled with stories of about a, of a picture called the crying boy or the crying girl, there were two versions Wait, of it. Can I, can I, let me answer direct for one minute, because uh, I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, we, in the morning show this past Monday, we, we talked about, cursed items and and that was one of the things we brought up and go ahead steve i want to hear your take on this well these basically this picture was um it was one that was available widely commercially and it was very popular you know home art and it was it depicted uh, there were many versions of it but essentially it uh, depicted a young boy most often occasionally a young girl and they were always tearful you know they had their eyes were full of tears or there were tears on the cheeks and they were called for that reason the crying boy or the crying girl um and they were incredibly popular you know hundreds of thousands of them were sold and then in in the mid 70s um there were started to be some new stories of these pictures being found in uh, untouched unburned in homes that had burnt to the ground mm-hmm. and uh, they gained a reputation for being fire starters and be, be, uh, being associated with other uh, episodes of bad luck and ill fortune. But the mm-hmm. picture itself always survived. Uh, you know, the home might have burnt down and everything in the room reduced to cinders, except, you know, the firemen, when they went in, they, they discovered the picture unburned in its frame. And um, there's, there's, I've tried for the longest time to get one. My aunt had one and her Me home too. didn't. I was most most people's homes never burned down, but you know. Mm. The, uh, but my aunt had one of these pictures, and I remember it distinctly. Um, and I cannot find one. Um, there's a yeah. there's been a few on eBay, but their prices for them they're now ridiculous. they're into yeah. hundreds of pounds for one of these pictures. So, 
Uh, on that subject, I, <laughs> I was thinking, as I usually do, and you know that's always dangerous, and I came up with this brilliant idea, because as Steve said, that these crying boys, whenever in the house, the house burns down, but get the picture always remains intact. So I came up with this absolutely brilliant idea, if I say so myself. I believe that we should print pictures of the frying boy on both sides of firemen's uniforms. So therefore, they can go into fires and they wouldn't have to worry about being burnt. Brilliant. Good right. plan. Graphic Teflon, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I thought it was good. So I have one quick question. I'm going to ask our West Coast Witch again because it fits right in there. Uh, as I mentioned on the morning show, uh, which is now on TojiNet, you can listen on TojiNet. We talked about uh, cursed items. And, I, of course, uh, you go on the Internet and they always have lists. <laughs> and and you look at the list and they have like, OK, cursed items. They had the crying boy and then they had um, the Annabelle doll. OK, mm -hmm. so is there a difference between the two? Because to me. Annabelle doll is not cursed. I'm sorry. It may be possessed, but it's not cursed. Yeah, exactly. People, you know, you, you say the word cursed, and there's about 50 definitions that come from people. Right. What's yeah. interesting is, though, that over here in the UK, certainly the, um, as you know, the original Annabelle doll is a Raggedy Ann doll. The movie recreation yeah. um, was completely, looked completely visually different for the, you know, for the way of hollywood i guess however now because there are a number of um uh, companies making reproductions of the movie annabelle doll mm -hmm. some of those some of those movie replica prop toys have now also gained a reputation of being mm -hmm. haunted dolls of course, but of course. and of course now uh, you can't get a raggedy ann doll here in the uk that isn't haunted and actually uh -huh. Or in Salem. <laughs> as you well know, Steve. I, as I well know, because I have, although that doll, as, we, as we've as we already discussed on the show, is now called the killer doll. Yeah. Um, because it has hey, quite a reputation. Out, so we don't want to go into the. No, the we're not going to go into that one, but um, yeah. they'll have yeah. to go back through the podcast to find the killer doll episode. So, I mean, do you guys agree or, or do you have a different take on it? That there is a distinction between a cursed item and a. Uh, oh, absolutely! Yeah, it's night and day. Because in the because in the story Annabelle, of course, it's possessed by yeah. a demon. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's the case of most of them. No, you're but right. It, and anyway, all right. So, we, Mala, I'm sure well, I have. I have. Okay, this, this this started me on a soapbox again, but but I'm going to be polite. I love uh, doing soapboxes. Yeah, I know. It's not, all it's right, not Bill Cosby, is it? No. That that's a whole nother story. I just saw that one too. But um because Ron, you got a hold of me, you know, this afternoon for you, I had to kind of, you know, look really hard. Paranormal news. And um so this is a two part question. Um the first being why is Zach Bagans the first name that you see when you try to look up paranormal news? Because he has that stupid museum. And the second part of the question is, since when did Newsweek magazine add paranormal to its culture news section? Because the article there was about uh, the latest Newsweek paranormal thing was about Zach, who had just bought a satanic six-string guitar uh, for $666. Of course he did. Yeah. 
and and so it it's it he said he doesn't play the guitar very well but rest assured that it will most definitely he will definitely play this instrument to see if anything happens to him because the original owner of the guitar was uh, supposedly a 13-year-old boy who was rumored to be a Satan worshiper. Now, right there, you know, that's where the credibility goes, you know, if there was any to begin with. And so the first, the listing mentions black magic, devil worship, and um, more before noting how the guitar was possibly involved in the boy's untimely death. So his death has never been solved, but the, oh, I can't even pronounce this word. I'm talking into Ron. Calamitous. (laughs) Good girl. Ooh, was um, found lying in bed with this guitar draped across him, apparently electrocuted, even though it was an acoustic guitar. So um, according to the listing, the owner decided to sell the guitar because of the haunted activity it seemed to bring. Now, here we go to that. The, the guy says, well, I've heard the strings discordantly ring out despite no one being near the guitar. And further, on three occasions, I put the guitar in my bedroom closet only to find the guitar on my bed when I returned home and I live alone. Um, the final straw occurred when I saw the guitar levitate out of the trash can. I had Sweet. somberly placed it in. Yeah. So, yeah, that was, I mean, shame on you, Newsweek. Um used to be a credible magazine. Well, in all fairness, the Newsweek, I mean, New York Times well, has a paranormal section, yeah, as well as, the, yeah. as we know from the, the Wall Street Journal's gold standard and ghost hunting, <laughs> it's a paranormal too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that was... That, that uh, was what? Uh, uh, what? <laughs> well, I was about to say, they only do it one day a year, and that's Halloween. Uh-huh. 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 All right. <laughs> so, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, I mean, of course, you know, we know that the UFO uh, report came out, which is... Oh, that was a disappointment. Well, well, let me say, I mean, the only thing I'm hoping is, because we already got a flood of, of shows on TV on UFOs now and everything else. And I, the only thing I'm hoping is that uh, a lot of the people that are into this ghost stuff will now start chasing UFOs wow. instead. <laughs> there has been, mind you, in the last year, there has been a, a lot, you know, big increase in the number of uh, UFO related sites and yeah. groups. And so maybe, you know, maybe they will push off, but on the, on the flip side, um, just starting here in the UK. And I think it started last week in America from discovery is uh, the Warrens are back on television. They are. With find out how the true to life conjuring. Wait a minute, I uh, thought they were dead. Yeah. Well, they've they've made a comeback uh, in a new oh, series okay. called "The Devil Made Me Do It." Ah. Uh, following it's the release like of the, the show. Yeah, yeah. Following the release of the Conjuring franchise, "The Devil May Do It," featuring on Discovery Plus, is set to drop a new documentary series that examines the original Ed and Lorraine Warren case that inspired the movie. Mm. I mean, why should we be surprised? I and mean, we have uh, Alexander Holzer going around doing her father's stuff. So, I mean, why, you know, why not? I mean, it only makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Well, it doesn't make any sense. Oh, yeah. Have you seen it? That's considerate. No, I don't watch any of those paranormal shows. <laughs> Did I say uh, that on the air? I shouldn't have. Oh, well. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, anyway. The... Uh, uh, 
Yeah, I, I mean, understand. You know, when I would, well, I have a question for you, Steve, and, and I, I can't understand it. Is when I, I started researching some news for the paranormal, and everything comes up out of the UK. It's on the paranormal. It seems like, you know, like I'd say seven out of every ten articles is from the UK. Mm-hmm. Well, and, we have a long history of being obsessed with the paranormal here. Plus, we have um, uh, a number of. They're actually, I mean, they're quite good. Uh, there's a, the one I I would recommend is Higgy Pop, H I G G Y Pop, Higgy Pop dot com. Like that so, sounds like a um, pop group. It's it's, it's run by um it's run by by a guy here in the UK and he's he's put together a pretty darn good um news and features. It's like it's kind of like an online glossy magazine of the paranormal. He oh, does. Cool. He, he is particularly obsessed by some of the television programs, uh, perhaps a bit too obsessed, mm. but but nonetheless, um, you know, it's it's okay to keep up with the news. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay. um, that's one I would recommend. You know, um, it's you know there are smatterings of everything and everybody. You've got the you've got the uh, TV stuff, which is you know obviously a lot, but you know in the current edition, you've got how to conduct a spirit box session um why doors move um whether emf meters can do this that and the other the haunted haunts announcing their new one um we've got a huge crop of big cats here in the uk at the moment That's good um, I, I and of course zach is on every other bloody page yeah. but this, <laughs> this is this is one on on juneteenth in the uk uh birds were released for some 50 races in the uk but only 10% managed to return in the uh-huh. expected time. What the hell happened to all your pigeons? COVID. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah, 250,000? Well, they, they, they set off to fly home and then they all had to be grounded. Uh, that to ground, uh, self-isolate for 10 days when they got that. Oh, that makes sense. The disappearance <laughs> was first highlighted in reports from the race in Peterborough in the north to the northeast in which more than nine, half of the 9,000 pigeons that uh, were taking part went AOL. Yeah, uh, I read I read, I read, read this article. Um, and uh, South Wales, Southwest Wales Federation. Of uh-huh, yep. What, 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 what they're not telling you is a very severe line squall was sitting directly between Southwest Wales, Southwest Wales and Northeast England. Um. And it was a fairly intense. In fact, it caused a, a couple of small tornadoes to break out. Yeah, so, sure. so the the pigeon fanciers themselves said the birds just simply got battered by the storms and couldn't make it. Oh, oh. Well, it's a bit sad actually because by, we're getting battered by the break, so we're going to have to take it right now. Anyways, you're listening to Ghost Chronicles. Uh, what are we? International, right here on Tojanet and Pararex Radio, with Steve Parson, Ron Kolick, and our special guest Marla Brooks, right here on Tojanet and Pararex. Brought to you by Circles of Wisdom, 386 Merrimack Street, Methuen, Massachusetts, and the Gallant Messier Family Law Group, 15 High Street, North Andover, Massachusetts, and our very good friends on Ghost Chronicles Radio on Patreon. We'll be right back after the following messages.
Welcome to Tokinet, radio with a cutting edge. Do you have a paranormal event, book, or something else you want people to know about? Then why not advertise it on Ghost Chronicles Radio? With over 150,000 downloads a month, get your message out to an audience that's interested in the subject. We have a plan at a cost that fits your needs. For more information, contact Ron Kolick at anyghostproject at comcast.net or call 978-455-6678. They're creepy and they're kooky, mysterious and spooky. They all talk ugly gooky, the Parax family. The shows are paranormal, not stuffy but informal. The topics are abnormal, the Parax family. They're strange. Unrestrained. So grab your favorite brew. It's time to rendezvous as we give awards to the Parrax family. And welcome back to part two of tonight's fun-packed edition of Ghost Chronicles International. Uh, whilst we commiserate with Canada broiling away at 50 degrees um, Celsius for our American friends. Um, over on the West Coast, we have the West Coast witch, Marla Brooks. We have New England's own Van Helsink in storm-laden New England. And we have me here in balmy sultry west wales you say i guess you say i guess you say in van helsink now <laughs> yeah hey can I one notice that <laughs> yeah well that's what you call yourself um, i know but nobody nobody was like oh you don't even know how to pronounce his own screw anyway go yeah, ahead well, there we go um, <laughs> do, you, do you going back to the news items do you think that yes. one man's ghost is another man's invisible alien sphere excuse me well, Patrick Jackson believes there's a global network of invisible alien spheres that are protecting the Earth's Earth space from hostile invasion. The subtle clues of the spheres operation is what is mistaken for ghosts by paranormal investigators. Uh-huh. Uh, it takes all sorts and you don't find a more varied bunch of people than in the paranormal community continues the news article although supernatural experiences like moving objects apparitions and oppressive atmospheres are agreed upon and well documented the causes however for these phenomena are still much debated some think that hauntings are the result of the spirits of the dead while the more scientific amongst us feel that these experiences are the result of lingerie oh sorry lingering <laughs> energy imprinted on a location i prefer lingerie but uh, it doesn't yeah I'm, the more scientific fond, of them no i'm just quite fond of my lingerie yeah. but it doesn't end there others will look at the same set of proposed evidence of the paranormal and conclude that this is the result of demons guardian angels or even pixies these beliefs tend to be very yeah. personal and deep-rooted Convincing someone of the cause that they've seen or experienced um, is nigh on impossible. However, um, 
Patrick Jackson grew up in a rural village in England. He's now in his 40s. He's an IT specialist who has been reverse engineering paranormal concepts for the last 20 years. Unwilling to accept the status quo, he's on a mission to convince the paranormal community that the hauntings they are investigating aren't caused by the spirits of the dead, but are in fact signs of undetectable alien spheres. Patrick talks about his... Sorry. No. Patrick's ta- Patrick talks about his unusual theory in detail in his book, Quantum Paranormal. Ah, there you go. A 21st century analysis of paranormal phenomena. But despite dedicating years of research to his theory, he's finding it hard to get the paranormal community to take him seriously. Patrick is passionate about his mission and he can come sometimes come across as a little aggressive when pushing his beliefs on people. He says that this has led him to feel like a black sheep in the paranormal community. Yeah, telling people to F off. Paranormal teams have kicked him out of their groups. Um, he's been thrown out of their groups on social media. Also, prominent researchers have refused to engage with him and others have turned their backs on him. His reputation isn't helped by statements like the claim in his book that he's single-handedly answered more questions in the last than in the last 200 years of paranormal research. Mm. Oh, I love that guy. We've got to get I, him on the show. Can we get him on the show? Yeah, you should. That would be good. Well, he can straighten, he can straighten us out. Yeah. Uh, he could try. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys, I found, I found um, the Richard Felix uh letter oh email yes, yes all yes. right so, let me let richard on your show signed his mum <laughs> <laughs> it um apparently this this woman um found my podcast somewhere because it's all over the place and she said your guests are we're so talking very- about stirring the cauldron on pararex and everywhere else go ahead all right your checks in the mail um, she said, your guests are so varied. I always learn something new and I would love to hear you interviewing Richard Felix, formerly of Most Haunted and the owner of the Darby Jail. He's fascinating. He's on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. Now, I'm not affiliated in any way, but he is absolutely charming and compelling to hear. And he has he has a podcast as well. He does. Apparently. Tell, tell tell me the lady's first name. Yes, I'm dying to Well, it says Gray. Um it she she um sent it under her I guess Facebook name or something like that. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm just Is that G R A Y or G R E Y? A. Okay. I just have a feeling that this might be one of Richard's fans. Yeah. We mean well, one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. The what? The one of Richard's fans. <laughs> well, and and found me. Well, there we go. Mm. Yeah. Well, so. I I know Gray's. Uh, let's take a look at this one. See who. How great she is. Well, while you do that, I'll come. I'll just throw in a quick news item. Quick yeah, short. Sure. Uh, Scully and Mulder are back. Uh, oh, they've made, a, they've made a reunion on Twitter. Exciting the X-File fans. Uh, photograph tweeted by Gillian Anderson has sent Twitter into meltdown as it showed her reunited with David Duchovny. Uh, the photo which showed the two being introduced, uh, David being introduced to Gillian's dog, racked up hundreds of thousands of likes. Despite the buzz around the tweet, fans shouldn't get too excited. 
um, that the photograph signals a reboot, um, although they have in the past. Mm. Now, yeah. there is a rumour that I heard a few months ago that there is a new series of the X-Files in the offing that's delayed due to uh, the pandemic. They they should have started filming it about a year, 18 months ago. Mm. So who knows? Because I'll tell you what, that was one series when it when they 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 said we're going to come back and make a remake of the x-files um you know you, you wonder don't you, you it was an iconic series and you were a little oh, nervous was, yeah. because mm. because yeah sequels well it could all go badly and it didn't it absolutely didn't they nailed it absolutely nailed it with that with that reboot series mm-hmm. so, sorry Ry, have you found the gray yet I found dozens of greys. Any grey ladies? Yeah, lots of them. <laughs> many, many. Well, yeah, you know, many, many. you want to know how out of the loop I am and never watch these shows on TV? Apparently, there's a show on the Discovery Channel or something, maybe, I don't know where it is, um, called Hotel Paranormal. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what Dan Aykroyd. Uh, yes, I didn't know it. Well, in, in the popular news right now, it says he is back for season two. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty and, good. And, and and in the news over here, we've got the announcement that Jack Osborne is back with another series. Oh my god! He's... I mean, how, how did he end up as an investigator? And more yeah, importantly, how did he end up with, with an, Yeah, but how did he end up as a respected paranormal investigator? Um, just because he has a TV show doesn't make him a respected paranormal investigator. Well, so. he's he's just topped out a poll as um, uh, I think he's third most influential paranormal investigator in the didn't poll. You, didn't you guys see that one that he did with the whole family um, called mm-hmm. I think the Osbournes Want to Believe or something like that? Mm-hmm. And he got all these different films and videos and everything, and Ozzy and and Sharon and Sharon, and Sharon. They were okay. there, and they would run the film and. I'm, I love Ozzy. I I swear he is I so uh, he's so I honest. I love them all, tell you the truth. Huh? What? I love them all. Yeah. So that was a really good show. Okay, and I found her. You did? Yeah. Great yeah. Valentine. Yeah. Great Valentine. Yeah, she's a friend of you uh, on your Facebook page or something. I I I scoured. Uh, uh facebook she lives in camino washington oh i don't have that there no. yeah well that's who it is yeah, yeah. if you yeah. know that then why are you ask oh wait a minute when well, you said that you, you told me you told me to give her give your first name so i did oh i'm sorry <laughs> right all right to grace house for a party Forget all that. <laughs> Forget yeah, about all that. Actually, if this show had been broadcast from the UK, not the USA, we'd have just got ourselves into big trouble because we have what's called the GDPR law here in yeah, the UK. I think ours is ours is new and so it's much more stringent. What does it stand for? Uh, General Data Protection Re- Regulations. Oh, okay. That makes We're sense. Not- well, Ron, you're in trouble now. Yep. No, it's so, okay because it doesn't apply. I'm not in trouble. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. yeah. That looks like an interesting news It's not a problem. Yeah. So, she, I mean, she, you know, used a lot of nice adjectives and, and you know, um, I don't know. 
See how easy it is to find someone though, when with virtually nothing. What? <laughs> Say that. Wait a minute. You, you burble. Well, yeah. No, I, you're absolutely right, and it's scary because, yeah. um, as you know, I'm the investigations officer for the site for the SPR, and uh, one of the things that you have to do because we get email inquiries or help help my house is haunted um, and you need to know if the, if people are pulling your chain and um, you know we do use social media in order to do a little bit of gentle background checking mm-hmm. and it can it can often save us hours of um, they use it for jobs by the way or yes they do yeah, yeah. Lots of companies now, uh, and in fact, what what's what's scary is they also use it for travel. Because whenever I come over to the USA, Homeland Security, um, we have to fill in these forms uh, to be allowed into America because you know America, home of the brave, home of the free, and home of the paranoid. Um, that you have to give them your social media um, passwords. Ah. Mm-hmm. And of course, immediately you've given them the password and arrived in America, you change it. Well, that's yeah. <laughs> they didn't think that one through, really. But uh, <laughs> so, bringing us back, low, bringing us back to password. the subject, the subject on hand. Uh, Arthur Scott spotted an unusual sight while at the beach with his family, and watched it for an hour without moving. The city formed in Solent. A few miles off the beach of Portsmouth Haunts, where Mr. Scott captured the photo, and a few miles east of the Isle of Rights. The 56-year-old was visiting Portsmouth from the Isle of Rights and said, it looks like the skyline of a city. It was there for an hour. It looked like an eastern block city. It's the best I can describe it. So yep. this is and it is actually a photograph of it. You can see yep. it. And a photoshop uh, of it, you mean? I'm no, surprised you you're, I'm surprised you struggle with Portsmouth because you're only down the road from Portsmouth. Yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> anyways, so I mean, we've talked about this before, Steve, right? We have, and this is uh, in fact there was another uh, from nearly the same uh, part of the uh, the world quite recently of the floating oil tanker. Yeah, yeah, um, I'm looking at a photograph uh, of that now. Yeah, because um, what the, what they're actually seeing is that well-known um, phenomena caused by the rising heat. Um, there's a place in, I mean, there's some, there's, there's a few really good photographs of some of these apparent floating cities, uh-huh. um, but of course they're not. They're, yeah, they're not. I mean, there there was yeah. an island that was uh, shattered for the longest time. It was sustainable optical illusion, Matt, and it would never existed. It's like it was, a mirage in the desert, right? Kind yeah. The, yeah. The, the thing is, though, when you think about this, all right, you look at this and, and you, if you see the picture of the floating tank, I mean, it looks like a freaking tanker outside the, the water, right, Steve? It does. It's, it's very convincing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, I mean, you see that and, and now you just you just take that same thought and, and convert that to the paranormal. And what do you get? Well, I know what I saw are this is proof uh, evidence that uh, tankers can float. You know, it's it's. Yeah. But you can't. You have to under, try to understand everything. And there is so much phenomena that we really don't, and well, especially mm-hmm. an average person. Uh, well, well, it's, it's not just that. We also blindly accept things. And I'll give you an example using that floating tanker. Yeah. Because um, when that fi- picture first appeared, um, there was there was some discussion 
obviously you know lots of people theorizing on on social media all about it and it was it was quite an alien spear thing yeah there was lots of there was lots of different ideas um one idea that was genuinely considered somebody i can't quite remember who might have been even have been me um offered offered forward the suggestion that of course um once they pumped all the oil out the ship was then full of hydrogen gas oh my god and hydrogen gas being lighter than air effectively it turned the tanker into a zeppelin yeah, and lifted off the ocean. Just saying, do you know how much yeah, it takes? And it and it just floated into the air. Okay, I mean that's that's possible, I guess. Now that was that, that theory was was offered forward, and it then got thirty eight likes. <laughs> wow. I think it's the thirty eight likes that are more telling than the theory. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's all about you know refraction and and light, the bending of light. You mean it's not hydrogen inside the tank? No, it's not hydrogen. You, I mean, there there's a, there's a city in uh, I mean Chicago Lake. You can see a city in the lake, and it it's not there. It's just a. Well, that's wait. also been used to prove the flat Earth. The Earth's flat oh, as well. That's saying me. people on the on the south shore of Lake Superior. Mm-hmm. Is it super? No, Erie. Sorry, which one looks across directly at? Um, uh canada yeah toronto that's eerie that's eerie yeah well taken from the south side the south shore of lake erie um they can see the towers and the buildings downtown toronto on the north shore of lake erie and they calculated the curvature of the earth and they said well you know we shouldn't be able to see these because the earth is curving and they should be below the horizon yeah and of course that's perfectly true but they didn't allow for the atmosphere and the fact yep. that you have refraction and light bending and yada 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 all right got to allow for yada 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 it's very mm-hmm. important oh, yada, yada, yada. famous yes. uh seinfeld yes yeah mm-hmm. anyway up. yeah yeah so uh, you got anything there, Lala? We we just Lala, 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 la. Yeah, some days la, I'm la. like that. Um, <laughs> I'm not blonde either, but uh, you, you could be. I I'll could be. What, yeah, she's, very, got, she's got she's got a lovely line in lizards to go with your iguana. <laughs> I love my Sweet. lizards. Yeah. No, I mean, the only the the bigger news again, back to TV was that the Discovery Plus, who who now is like taking all the shows out to get streaming money instead of putting them on the channel. They um, gave the green light for um, they bought Ghost Hunters and they brought the original team back, except for um, Grant. They brought they brought the Ghost Nation tour back. That's what I'm going to say. And um, it's called the Ghost Hunters, right? That went right back to go. Yeah, they bought the Ghost Hunters, whatever. And you know, it was kind of Grant posted something, and and you know, he said people are, you know, you know by now that Ghost Hunters was sold to Discovery Plus, but with the team from Ghost Nation, um, I was not involved in this transaction, nor am I a part of the new yep. rendition. I wish them much success with it. So that's kind of yeah. a good job. Yeah. So, so um, let me get this right. So, Discovery Plus are rebooting Ghost Hunters with the original team. Nope. 
Except but, no, but, no, 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 not with the original team. No, 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 no. All it's right, with, with, with the with, Ghost Nation team, who was part of the original team. Yeah, yeah. But, some, yeah, but not but Jason, that many. Take a look at it. It's not that yeah, many. But, Jay, the but, but Jason has said, "I'm not playing." No, Jason's Jason playing. Jason is there. Grant is not. Because oh. Grant had Ghost Hunters uh-huh. while Ghost Nation was out, and apparently discovered. Pulled it right out from under him, huh? Evidently. Jeez. Which, yeah. Those those two need to kiss and make up. They could they could join the uh, affection connection, and we would give you great advice. That's going to air on Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, you go to the Ghost Chronicles morning page on Facebook, and you can watch it as uh, Lou and myself and uh, St. Jan will answer relationship questions and you can call in and you can text and you can give your opinions or you can submit questions so yeah the affection connection this monday at 11 a.m nice plug yeah yes anyways all right so that's just scary isn't it i think giving the concept or the participants which is it whoa well whoa well, um, I love here. I'm, I'm, I think, I think Jan will do very well. Jan always talks sense. Always talks sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, Ron, you know, deep down, I, I've seen this man up close, and deep down, he is a pussy cat. Mm-hmm. I am a pussy cat. He is a pussy cat. He plays. He's got this sort of rough, like I don't care outside. You know, he. he mm-hmm. He upsets people. Yeah, whatever. And I don't care if if you're upset, but I've seen under that skin. I've Mm -hmm. seen beneath the armor. Mm Mm-hmm. And um softy. Lou oh he's he's just in love, isn't he? Um he has a a new partner. uh, No. Um so I think yeah, I'm not gonna listen, but I wish him well. (laughs) You bastard. (laughs) But he wishes you well. This is good. Uh, yeah. If anybody needs a relationship advice, it's it's Steve. Oh yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> I might, in fact, I might phone him just as you first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, have have a cat going. <laughs> what am I going to do with this guy? All right, so. Uh, I don't know where I am now. So I've are you guys going to, when you talk to Richard Felix, are you going to tell him that, that people are asking for him and, and. No, I'll just tell him to get in touch with you. Yeah. 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 I'll say, Ma, yeah. um, can you drop Marla a line? Cause you want He'll to say, talk. who the hell is that? Yeah. He, she wants you on his, on her, on her show. I'll be there. Yeah. And he'll be there. I'll be speaking to him in the next two weeks. So. Mm-hmm. Which means I probably will be too. <laughs> uh, possibly. Hey, and I've never spoken to him, so we're good. Oh, yeah. oh wait a minute, you haven't? Oh, you got to have him on your show then. No, I mean, I okay. From oh, the, God. From the original thing, I had David Wells on my show a lot of times. Oh, um, you've never had Richard on your show. Oh, well, I never had, by the way, Marla, just meant to mention that. What, what? Say that? What? I just said you stole all my guests, but that's that's her. How, um, how long is your show, Marla? How long is it? Yeah. <laughs> 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 <I> get you. <ya. laughs> 
Yeah, I feel I, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. yeah. Well, you'll yeah. be fine. You'll be fine. I, I, I'm sure I'll be fine because yeah. when, when my guests like talk a lot and take it away from me, I'm really happy. Um, yeah. I'm and I don't have. It's not, it's not getting him to it's getting him to stop talking. Well, that's okay. I I'm I can interrupt if need be. You can try. Yeah, yeah I can we, try. We, we we just pull the faders down on him. Well, at the end of the hour, you know, Sarge is going to hang up on us anyway, so you know that won't stop him. Well, then he'll be talking to you know. Um, yeah. W- w- yeah. Well, there we go. Yeah. Well, I just no. I'll I'll get him to um. I'll I'll I'll. Ooh. I'll I'll get him to get in touch or I'll make approach. Yeah, it's so nice that you arrange this stuff on the air, but I appreciate that. Ghost Chronicles International in a couple of in a few weeks time. Yeah, that yeah. is the, the uh, when you go out and investigate and a lot of times the door will slam and uh, people feel a, a chill or something. Is this uh, proof of the paranormal? Or are they uh, just trying to get Richard to shut up? People are, are using a device which can detect the airflow and alert you to it. You're it's on Higgy Pop. It's called an anometer. Yes, You're I am. on Higgy Pop. It's a meter <laughs> An anometer. Ano? No, it's not. It's called an anemometer. Yeah, oh, that, okay. That's I should have realized. Anometer. Yeah. His version was a little bit maybe off color. But anyway, go ahead. It has its own chapter in ghostology. Anometers. Anemometer. Well, yeah, now that's... I'm going to have to read it because you're going to be on my show next week. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I hey, will read all about Ron, it. Ron, before we go, I'm going, to fin- I'm going to get Ron to say one difficult word. Um, an anemometer is one that actually does cause some problems. But the simple way to do it is Annie. Repeat after me. Annie. Annie. Mometer. Annie Mama. Either. No. Either. Oh, just do any mom. Any mommy eater. Close, getting there. Next trial, get it. Any, any. All right, enough with this. Back to the thing. So, does one of these devices actually work as, as a, uh, a debunker? It doesn't have to be a gale size wind to be registered on these things. <laughs> A whisper well, of a wind, will that show up? find out by buying Ghostology. Yes. Yeah, fine. That's nice. But w- w- I'm asking you a question. Oh, uh, well, I, I, I recommend that uh, for certain, so, there are no, some. No, no, no. T- I just, I just want to know if you can do it. I'm not asking what you recommend. I'm just asking. Uh, well, I, it- I can't, I can't, I can't give a one word answer. It's impossible because the one that they're showing a, vi- a picture of on HiggyPop.com yes. won't work won't work not sensitive enough right exactly which is the point however oh my god we're in our time oh that's a shame the same, for the same price you can buy one that will work it just it's just of a different design yeah hmm. Hmm. but they don't mention that no however i do in ghostology which is available at bookstores everywhere it's available on amazon everywhere oh that's a bookstore Ish. And it, the it's the new it. and revised edition you might mention. As well. Is yeah, the one with if you've got one with the green cover, you're out of date. We've got right. blue. Yes. And soon yes. we'll be we'll be talking about maroon book yeah. covers. 
Right. So there you go. Okie dokie. So then. Don't 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 buy it until the maroon one comes out. Oh, that's a completely <laughs> different thing. It'll be I got both for of them. Time. So there. Yeah. All right, we gotta go anyways. And uh, uh, before I, I had a quick question for for our good friend uh, Mahler out there. Is and we opened the show with cursed items, and and Steve mm-hmm. mentioned it. Is there is there a good way to get rid of one of these spooky items? Besides, they, you mean in witchcraft? Cursed? They tell you to burn them. Burn them. Burn them, and yeah. No, get rid no of ceremony them. or anything like you know. You mean the- like. Get the hell out of rituals. No, no, just just you know, burn. Like blow the smoke to the east, whiff it to the west. Hang on. But, to the but, with the, but with the caveat, don't burn it if it's plastic. Ah, mm. good idea. Yes. Then just bury it. Sometimes like, they bury stuff. Yeah. I like the smell of plastic burning. Ooh. Napalm in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we do have to go with about 30 seconds. Molly, thank you for joining us today and uh I want to thank everyone who's still listening. And remember, <laughs> tune in Monday on Ghost Chronicles Morning Edition on Facebook and catch the Affection Connection. And until then, good night and God bless. And uh, remember, today's show is brought to you by Circles of Wisdom, 386 Memorick Street, Methuen, Massachusetts, the Glenn Messier Family Law Group, 15 High Street, North Andover, Massachusetts, and our good friends on Patreon and Ghost Chronicles Radio. We'll be good night. God bless. to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us good luck.